0: we build relationally. So we we build into one another. Uh, We build one another into Christ and into the gospel. And So being together, spending time together, catching up, hearing updates, praying for one another, those relational connections are so essential to our gospel partnership. We share a common statement of faith. We partner in gospel truth, gospel proclamation, gospel doctrine. Mm. And that that means that we share our lives together. And so having some extended time to connect like that is, is essential. You're listening to Make and Multiply, a podcast devoted to equipping the members of Emmaus Road Church to make and multiply disciples of Jesus Christ in the city of Sioux Falls. The people of Emmaus Road are committed to regular rhythms of gathering and scattering. We gather corporately in worship on Sunday mornings. We gather in missional communities and discipleship huddles. We scatter throughout our city where we want to give every resident of Sioux Falls repeated opportunities to hear and respond to the gospel of Jesus Christ.
1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Make and Multiply. My name is Matt Groon. I'm a... Pastoral resident here at Emmaus Road Church, joined as always with Ryan Chase, pastor and elder at Emmaus Road Church. Um, in this episode, we want to reflect on our recent trip to Orlando, Florida, where we attended the Sovereign Grace Pastors Conference. Um, I'm going to ask Ryan in a second to help us define that, but in total, there was <clears throat> 15 adults plus Ruby that went down to Orlando, uh, myself and Jamie. Um, ben and Grace Timmerzma, you, Logan, Mark Christensen, Caleb and Grace, Lauren and Tammy, Greg and, uh, Greg and Lori, which I did I say that? No. Nope. No. And uh, and we met Jordan and Abby Strand there from yeah. the Pastors College, which was awesome just mm-hmm. to connect with them. But all to say, we were all slammed in a beautiful Airbnb down in Orlando. It was 90 million degrees outside, which was odd and strange, Ninety nine percent humidity. it was crazy. Um, but we were there not to go to Disney, not to sit by the pool, but we were there to attend the Sovereign Grace Pastors Conference. Mm. And I know for our church, we'd been talking and asking for prayer as we attended and as we anticipated the, uh, the trip there, as That's well right. as this past Sunday, you know, thanking the church for, for sending us, but I recognize that the church may be like, great. I'm so glad you guys were able to do that. What did you just go do? Yeah. (laughs) What, what is this conference? Why is it a big deal? Why should we, why does it matter that we make it a priority to get our pastors there every year? Yeah. Um, so Ryan, help us a little bit. What is the pastor's conference?
0: Yeah. Uh, the week begins, this is an annual thing. We do this every year. Uh, it begins with our council of elders. So in our church polity, our, our governance structure, um, Polity is a big word. Polity, yeah. So so the way that we relate to each other, the way that we uh, do business together as a a denomination, partner together in the gospel, Mm. Um, the Council of Elders is made up of one elder from every church. Mm. So so every church sends a delegate who represents that church, and um, there are issues that are discussed, sometimes debated, voted on, um, amendments to our book of church order, some of those things. There are updates, kind of the state of our union as a mm-hmm. family of churches, um, budgetary things as we look at church planting and missions and allocation of resources and some of those things. So that, that's a long day. The, the right. delegates from each church are part of that. Um, have you attended one of those?
1: I sat in as a guest last last year. Yeah. Um, yeah I think Greg represented us both last year and this year yep, down there. Yeah. So is the conference just a business meeting? (laughs) (laughs) So that happens
0: on Monday. That's a business meeting. That's a long, grueling day for those guys who are in those meetings all day long. Grateful to Greg who did that for us this year. Um, And then on Tuesday, the conference kicks off Mm. and that – is attended primarily by Sovereign Grace pastors and their wives, uh, as well as guests that a lot of uh, churches send mm-hmm. to that conference. Uh, a lot of people who are just checking out Sovereign Grace.
1: Yeah. I forget what they said, how many guests there were this year. I think like, it was over a hundred. There was over a hundred. And there was a, quite a few who were, this was, yeah, not only guests, but also people who was, this was their first time ever coming yeah. to a conference. Yeah. yeah. So that, that happens starting Tuesday night through...
0: Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Um, And it consists primarily of main sessions that Mm -hmm. look a lot like our Sunday gatherings. Uh, There's a time of corporate singing and Mm -hmm. there's a a time of prayer and um, there's preaching. And then they throw in great testimonies and Mm -hmm. updates of things God has been doing and things that are developing and in the works uh, throughout Sovereign Grace. Um, and, And then interspersed on Wednesday and Thursday, there are... Various meetings, mm-hmm. um, regional meetings. assemblies get together. So we have a, a time with all the elders in our region yeah. since we're all in the same place. It's a, a, a blessing, a joy for us to be able to be together in person. Especially since our updates. region
1: is particularly uh, spread out geographically. We, sp- we are yeah, yeah. We're as far sp- out as Roseburg, Oregon. Yeah, and all the way to Bozeman, from Roseburg, Montana to Bozeman to Sioux Falls to Minneapolis yeah. down to Kansas City, yeah, Hastings, Nebraska. So we're by far the geographically most dispersed group. Yeah. So we cherish, being that was together. a highlight I wrote down and this. I cherish being with those men Yeah. Um, because there's just a, you know, we hear stories of other regions, like if there's there's regions up in the northeast or in, you know, the south or, or wherever, where they get together regularly. Yeah. They're all within 30, 45 minutes of each other. That's right. Which is awesome and good for them. Praise God for that. It's not our <laughs> experience, um, and we cherish being together. Yeah. We just we love. I love those men. Yeah. So, so that's kind of an
0: overview of mm. the conference. Um, there are several interest meetings that are held mm. throughout the week: the pastors' college, uh, church planting. So, people who are coming to the conference interested in some of those things, opportunities for them to make some connections. And that's so crucial. Um, You know, we we say this all the time locally and guys on the Sovereign Grace leadership team will will say, we build relationally Mm. within Sovereign Grace. That is very intentional and strategic and specific. Um, We're not just doing business. Yeah. We we build relationally. So we, we build into one another, uh, we build one another into Christ and into yeah. the gospel. And so being together, spending time together, catching up, hearing updates, praying for one another, those relational connections are so essential yeah. to our gospel partnership. We share a common statement of faith. We partner in gospel truth, gospel proclamation, gospel doctrine. Mm and that that means that we share our lives together. Right. And so having some extended time to connect like that is yeah. is essential. So you know another thing about the the pastors conference that's so meaningful is um, pastors are used to planning and leading mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what we do locally, we're speaking, preaching, teaching, organizing, leading those things. So the pastors' conference, the Sovereign Grace leadership team, really takes it upon themselves. They do all the planning, the preaching, uh, so that pastors can come in and and just be refreshed yeah. and uh, built into. And so the, the leadership team just does a phenomenal job serving us. Yes, they, they, do. they serve us so well in that. That um, yeah, a lot of times pastors are, you know are coming in from all kinds of different situations. Some people are coming in burned out, exhausted, hmm. overwhelmed. Um, others are coming in refreshed and invigorated already because of stuff going on l- locally. But yeah. wherever you're at, um, just to be together, to worship together,
1: to yeah. sit under God's word together and receive yep. is is a huge blessing. Totally. Yeah. It, it really does. You know, the conference in general, I think it it has the effect of, you know, it answers the question for me, once again, why are we a part of this particular family of churches? Yeah. And we are intentional when we call ourselves a family of churches, not just a denomination, not just a a group of people who all agree on certain theological convictions. While that is essential, and it is a huge reason why we belong to Mm -hmm. Sovereign Graces, Mm -hmm. because we're in agreement across the board. We can say to the statement of faith, yes, we affirm. Um, So that's huge. We don't want to dismiss that. But what the conference does is reassert and, to me, uh, strengthen and edify the conviction that we belong to a family of churches. And I yeah. think a lot of pastors, um, in various big denominations would say, especially in the recent years, probably the, one of the biggest temptations they face is the temptation to despair, to loneliness, to feeling like you're doing it alone, especially, mm-hmm. you know, post COVID in COVID, post COVID, there can be a temptation to think, oh man, why did I'm just banging my head against the wall. Nobody's yeah. with me. Um, and from the from the get go, and this is the other thing is we celebrated 40 years yeah. as a denomination this past conference. So, um, but from the get go, uh, the leadership, especially the founding generation, has desired to communicate the virtue of fellowship, the mm-hmm. virtue of being united. That no pastor is alone, mm-hmm. and that is a core conviction that's biblical and scriptural, but also it's found its way expressed even in things as archaic as our polity. Mm-hmm. Like the way we've set up our government of, um, yeah. of of our church polity is meant to make clear you are not alone. Yeah. The, a, every church member of our family churches, every pastor, every elder, um, all has people to go to, In times of crisis, in times of need, Um, and so that's just an expression in our very polity of our conviction that we are together, Um, and that just finds its you know, know, it's crescendos to the, the fortissimo, if you will, at the conference where we're all together, and I know Greg, I think he mentioned. yeah, I think he said to, to Ben and Grace when we were debriefing, he's like, "Apologize for, or thank you for putting up with our family reunion. Mm. Because we've all been to a family reunion where you don't really know anybody. Or like, I remember my first time I went to not a family reunion, but a large extended family get together for mm-hmm. my wife's family, where I don't know anybody. She knows people. Yeah, they have a history together. Exactly. And there's this like, you're being just kind of woven into this already existing relationship. Yeah. And that's definitely the vibe. I remember my first conference of like, just being inspired by mm-hmm. the fellowship that these guys share, um, and so that's on display yep. on, on a at a conference. Yeah. yeah, that that
0: family reunion feel is sweet. and mm. special. It, I think it's unique. Yeah, uh, like you were saying. So we we treasure that. We don't take that for granted. We want to guard it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and the so the relationships that we have, um, you know, we share the same mission, and we do so mm. gladly, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah. Like, like a family reunion where you've got all these families individually that probably share the same DNA, some of the same traditions, Mm -hmm. those things, but then you put everybody together and it's, it's intensified. It's on on display in a a sweet way. And so all of our, um, our values and our, our virtues as a a sovereign grace family of churches, you know, Mm -hmm. specifically, uh, some of those shaping virtues that we've talked about put down on paper as a Mm -hmm. family of churches, humility, joy, gratitude, encouragement, generosity, servanthood, godliness, those things are just on full display. And somebody made this observation as we were debriefing that as sweet as that is, and as much as we enjoy that there, Mm -hmm. and you said this on Sunday, and, and we really mean this to our people, that we don't think at the end of the week, this was so good and... How can we we're so disappointed that now we like have that. to go back and <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and to this drudgery. No, we we just think, wow, th- this is sweet. This is a picture. It's just, it's what we experience here in Sioux Falls locally mm-hmm. at Emmaus Road Church. Yes. Shared then across our family of churches with all these people from other churches. And mm-hmm. to know we're just in the same, um, that same partnership together is a sweet thing. So to come back and yeah. know that this is what we experience week in and week out yeah. on, on Sunday morning. So So you imagine that blown up because it's... A big family gathering. There's an excitement yeah. and an energy, and um, yeah, it's a sweet time.
1: It was also, for sure, I think, the largest conference I've ever seen. Yeah. Do you know the numbers? It was like it was at least I want to say 700. Seven hundred.
0: Some was the number that I had heard. Yeah, which was especially sweet because um, two years ago, right in the thick of all the. COVID stuff. Hmm. I, I think the conference center there in Orlando, we, we weren't allowed to be on site. They were looking at possibly finding some location. A lot of people were restricted because of travel hmm. and various state regulations and all kinds of things. So um, we ended up having a virtual conference, which is just not the same thing at no. all. We I, I was our delegate that year for the Council of Elders <laughs> meeting, which happened on Zoom. So oh, it's already wolf. a grueling long day. And then we did that whole day on Zoom. Yeah, you your kids <laughs> um, running around. Just yeah. not the same. Yeah. Um, and, and then last year... We were back in person, which was sweet, but uh, there were people from Sovereign Grace globally who were yeah. not able to travel in Australia because of go restrictions. Anywhere. Yeah, that's and they, right. So they couldn't get there. So it was smaller, mm-hmm. and you just felt that mm-hmm. their absence. And so this year was markedly different. Oh yeah, um, to have yeah over seven hundred people in person singing at the the top of our
1: lungs yes. and it was a wonderful time and it's it really is i mean just even the even the um the schedule like the the, the leadership team intentionally moves you know typically a late you know an evening session will start at what seven like after dinner right. and then go you to all hours in, of the yeah. night we intentionally are they they the leadership um intentionally moves that time up mm-hmm. and in fact i i would argue they could even move it further mm-hmm. um until like 4 30 that so they're out by 6 six thirty, mm-hmm. so that you can have plenty of time in the evening to get together with whoever yeah um and it was sweet the the first night jamie and i you know this this conference was particularly sweet for us because in the past you know i'd gone to a couple conferences never with jamie actually ironically enough every conference i've been to jamie has been seven months pregnant wow. <laughs> except for this one she was not this time um <laughs> But in the past, like I, I was starting to know faces and know people. But then coming to this conference after having been in Louisville for 10 months at the pastor's college, um, where you really got interwoven into the fabric of Sovereign Grace, um, that was particularly sweet. We got together with our PC um, class who were all there. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Everybody was there and we were able to connect with them. I was able to have breakfast with a couple guys that guys um, that I just really cherish as counselors in my life and people that I've grown to love and trust wholeheartedly mm. um, and just to do that and not over the phone and not over zoom yeah. uh, but over a, you know a breakfast and, or a meal and just be able to look each other in the eye and encourage and give counsel and that's just uniquely yeah uniquely sweet and, and this time also like I mentioned she she's been Jamie's never been able to come with me because she's been um, pregnant she's been seven months pregnant each time this time. I really made – we really made an effort to get her there, Um, and that was for sure the number one highlight, to be there with her um, and not just as like me, as like somebody who who has friends and, you know, connecting. It's kind of like when we first moved to Sioux Falls um, when we got married. You know, I grew up here. I'm, I know people here, um, so this she, you know, the, the the temptation is for her just to be known as Matt's wife. Yeah. But here, where she also went to Louisville for ten months, she also has connections. To see her, you know, kind of open up and make those connections is was the sweetest, and yeah. just to be with her for for those days. And, and that's why uh, we take
0: other people. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the pastors' conference, but it's open to people who are not mm-hmm. pastors, and that's intentional on our part to just kind of weave members of our church into sovereign grace uh, extra locally as we say more, mm. more broadly out, outside of Sioux Falls and so uh, if anyone is ever interested in attending if you want to travel down to Orlando you're you're welcome to <laughs> to, to go um, it is it's it's a great time I remember the first time that I went mm. and I didn't know people outside of Uh, Greg and some people in our region Mm -hmm. and Greg is introducing me, hey, I want you to meet this person and this person. And it it can be really overwhelming, intimidating, because it's clear, like you said, family reunion feel where where you see these people have established relationships Mm -hmm. until you realize um, they are happy to uh, welcome you yeah. and and uh, enfold you into the family. And so that's been a sweet thing for me over the years to get more connected, build relationships, and it just gets sweeter and sweeter because yeah. now i'm I'm seeing more yeah. and more people that that I know that I have um, several years in ministry mm-hmm. with, and so that's a that's
1: a highlight for sure. yeah, I think it I think it, we should comment to some extent at least I, I feel like we should. Um, there's just a sweetness of a family of churches that's celebrating forty years. Um, largest conference we've ever had. We'll talk a minute, I think, briefly about the the global movement that's happening in, within Sovereign Grace. Um, but to see it growing, flourishing, in spite of the troubles, as we call them, of the past 10 years of um, just kind of just, which a lot of churches have gone through, but particularly our family churches being just run through the ringer as far as, um, you know, the woke mob that follows, Whatever they want, um, and you know, Sovereign Grace has been through it, and we've lost quite a few churches in the midst of it all. That, but what you don't experience at these gatherings, at these conferences, is bitterness. Um, is man, I'm glad we're, you know, <laughs> I'm glad that's over. But more of just a uh, a free disposition of joy in the Lord and and what He's doing, yeah. um, because he, He's doing stuff in in spite of you know, opposition mm-hmm. in spite of all that. He, he is, and maybe this is where we should just go next and end with this. One of the tests, the, of the many testimonies that were given at the conference, one of the, some of the most encouraging ones where we got updates from uh, Jeffrey Joe in the Philippines where, I don't know, you may, and I think I, we were trying to remember some 30 some churches, 30 to 40 some churches in the Philippines are in the process of adoption into sovereign grace. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yep. So we got updates from him. Um, we got updates from Dave Taylor, who's the head of uh, what used to be called Emerging Nations. I think now it's Global Missions or something like mm-hmm. that. Of who's overseeing this kind of global expansion. Um, there's churches in uh, uh, Mexico is on the verge of becoming its own sovereign Grace nation. Its own, you know, has it. It has its, it has its own, own council. Of its elders. own council of elders. Its own everything. We'll um, mm-hmm. be under the same statement of faith. Under the same executive. Mm-hmm branch, if you will, but have its own, making its own decision processes in its own context. In their own language. That's right. That's exactly right. And so there's a lot happening in Latin America. There's a, you know, there's a ton happening in Ethiopia at uh, Addis Ababa where there's a pastor's college um, Mm -hmm. currently run by Michael Granger and uh, Josh Parnell, I think his name is. So just really incredible things that that are happening across the world. Yeah. And it just... Church plant in Italy. That's right. And, you know, We were saying before, Italy and all of Europe, (laughs) you know, of all the places that this is happening, where growth is taking place, um, Europe remains to be, you know, in rubble, Mm -hmm. if you will. Uh, It is a uh, wasteland for gospel proclamation Mm -hmm. as far as church planting, which is just so, you know... Counter or counterintuitive, considering where the gospel yeah. in church history like has post-Christian, exactly, and you have all these beautiful cathedrals and churches, you know, every other every ten feet mm-hmm. in Europe, and they're abandoned. There's nothing yeah. there, um, and it really has that feel of. But we're beginning to make some inroads. We're beginning to, uh, we're beginning in in Italy, and going to see what 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 the Lord does. But man, it's just you hear those testimonies, and you're like. You can only say, look what God is doing. Look what he has done. Look what he's doing yeah. um, on the
0: global scale. Yeah. And this is why we say within Sovereign Grace, we are not an American denomination with mm. some some foreign branches or right. extensions. Uh, we're, we're not primarily uh, yeah, a United States denomination. We're, we're a global family of churches. Mm. Um, and so those churches around the world are as much a part of this family For as sure. any of the churches here in the States. And and that gives it a unique flavor and mm-hmm. feel. And they did a great job highlighting that at one point during one of the sessions, Um uh, a passage of scripture, was it one of the Psalms was read in what, 10 different languages by people attending the conference. Amazing. Um, and just I, a beautiful thing. I think he also said hear. there was 20 plus countries represented. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So, you know, people traveling globally to yeah. be, Present at this, it just speaks to how rich it is, how edifying, mm. how valuable it is to our partnership to be together, and to know uh, of all of these
1: things, to hear updates in person mm. about what's going on around yeah. the world. We heard from uh, I forget his name, the head of the the, the Arca Church in Hamburg, Germany, yeah. which is a um, a partnership we have with them. And they've been they they think he said they're celebrating their 75th anniversary as a church this year. Yeah, amazing, yeah. and they've planted a lot of churches. In and amongst the, in Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. one of those being uh, the a church, the Church in Dnipro, Ukraine, yeah. which has become a refugee center for all those fleeing um, Eastern Ukraine uh, away from the conflict and also have been under attack. Yeah. Um, so to hear updates from them is just... I think his testimony, all of these testimonies and uh, main sessions are available
0: online, by the way, if anybody wants to go Mm. check these out, watch these. um, That testimony, I just remember what struck me was the number of personal individual stories he had of conversions Mm. that they've seen through their church and Mm -hmm. through that church in the Ukraine. Um, Just powerful. I mean, that's what we long to see, the gospel going forward, people who didn't know Christ coming to hear and understand good news of God's grace in Christ and coming to saving faith. What, what a powerful thing. So we
1: just rejoice yeah. at that for sure. Yeah. We also, you know, I I'm just really encouraged to see Jordan and Abigail Strand. Yeah. Um, they're, they're doing really well. I was able to talk a little bit with Jeff Perswell, who's on the leadership team, also the Dean of the Pastors College mm-hmm. and people that we, Jeff and Julie are just. They're the best. They're the sweetest. Um, they are the best. And just able to talk with him briefly, Um, and he, he wanted to communicate to me and then to pass along to the church, just their affection for Jordan and Abby and, Mm -hmm. um, quickly become ingrained into life in Louisville. Um, which is just so sweet to hear. So praise God for his provision and for his, his, um, upkeeping and upholding of them and their faith. Yeah. When I ran into
0: Jeff, he, that was exactly what he said. He just said, I, I just fell in love with them Mm -hmm. immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a sweet couple! Which yeah. is what we, what we think as well. Yeah. And uh, I
1: know Jeff would want to probably keep them there, but <laughs> yeah, <that's how> he, <laughs> they're that's coming how back. Is. That's right. And I, we'll just close with this: the reason why we cherish this time is because we are we cherish our partnership with Sovereign Grace. Um, you know, for us, for Jamie and I, and our story of how we came back to Sioux Falls was first and foremost because we loved a Road Church. And we loved this people and we wanted to give our lives in service to this particular people. But also the question was, what about Sovereign Grace? Because we were about to go to the pastor's college, <laughs> which is, um, you know, a 10 month pastor's conference, um, an injection of of pastors or of, uh, Sovereign Grace culture into the veins. Um, and we walked away from that year, as I, I knew we would, just so grateful for um, Sovereign grace and the leadership in Sovereign Grace. These guys are, they're not aloof. They're not blind to our culture or the, the challenges that the gospel faces right now in our country, particularly. Um, they're not Their Their hands are on the wheel and on the Bible and they are, and they're leading, which is what you can, yeah. all you can ask for. And, yeah. and these are just dear men that are gifted and godly. And we are grateful to be a part of this family of churches and, yeah. and we cherish it. And so our presence there. Uh, and our participation there, you know, Caleb led a session which was awesome. Yep. He led a um, part of the music one morning. Um, you know, Greg's part of various committees. You're part of regional committees. Mm-hmm. It, it's just you. You, know, you gave a testimony at one of the I did. main sessions. The scariest with, thing I've ever done. And,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you said, yeah. Uh, and the video of that is online, so people can go watch and yeah, just be so edified <laughs> by your story again. And it's it, but.
1: It just shows we we, we want to be leaning forward in our relationship oh, yeah. with Sovereign Grace. And so Absolutely. to the people of Emmaus Road Church, thank you for yes. praying for us. Thank you for freeing us up to be able to take a few days and um, yeah. and go. yeah. yeah. I'm going to break one of the
0: you know cardinal rules we, we try to follow when we're speaking and, and teaching. Don't tell people 10 times that you're about to end your last <laughs> point, but one, one more thing. in the plane, Chase.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: I, I think it would be helpful. Is there a session or two that mm-hmm. you would recommend if people want to go online? I mean, certainly you can listen to all of them, but is there is there one that you would tell people check this one out,
1: th- this one was meaningful? Oh, wow. Um, the ones that stand out at the top of this, so there's five of them. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the top three for me were um, the opening night where CJ preached on Isaiah 52 and 53, the servant song, which is just, you know,
0: Straight one of the high whiskey, points of scripture, straight
1: whiskey gospel, just the, the beauty of the of the of the penal substitutionary atonement of yeah. Christ. So that I mean, in that you you, you take that text in that preacher, and yeah. oh yeah, you just get like CJ. That's right. Uh, I also was really edified um, with Jared Mellinger's final one, in particular, in his call towards church planting. Uh, there's a thing I wrote down; just that it just kept coming up in my heart throughout mm-hmm. the week was the idea of church planting, whether you know whether what role I would, or any of us would play, but just for Emmaus Road Church, where are we in that path of yeah. church planting? Because yeah. we desperately want to see the gospel spread yeah. and we are seeing it happen, but I think church planting is a, a piece of that. So I was really edified by that call, yep. but... Um, you can't you can't name all five of them. Right? I'm not. I'm just the okay. last yeah. one. <laughs> if, if there was one I would say to listen to was Jeff's. Um, Jeff Perswell preached, <laughs> I think it was what, Romans 12... Uh, four, maybe verse yes. 11. I want to say. Oh, 11. That's it. And like, you would think, wait, one what? verse, <laughs> one verse yeah. on the zeal, the zeal, uh, of the gospel. And that was, that just, oh man, I was just stirred. I yeah. was just, uh, affected to think on my own soul and my own, uh, his, his, his question was how can we as pastors, cause remember he's, he's speaking primarily to an audience of pastors. Yeah, How can we have the type of Longevity that isn't just grinning and bear it, but there's yeah. just gotta be something supernatural, some supernatural well to pull from for the type of, mm-hmm. to run the race well yeah. and not just burn out. Yeah, that one I would just highlight. Um, I, he maybe even mentioned this. You don't
0: hear many sermons on zeal. That's right. Zeal is a biblical virtue that we don't mm-hmm. hear a lot about. Uh, so if if you wanna learn how to think biblically about zeal for Mm -hmm. the Lord. If you feel like your zeal for the Lord is lacking, go listen to that message. You will be stirred and edified Mm -hmm. immensely. I would second that. Jared Mellinger's uh, message the last session on church planting would be so good for everybody in our church to understand why it is that we value church planting, how we think about church planting, Mm -hmm. um, why we're going to continue to take steps toward that and trust Mm -hmm. God to um, lead us in that. And he, he mentions Charles Spurgeon and the example that he sent from, um, you know, the, the Metropolitan Tabernacle, and, and I think, did he say by Spurgeon's death, they had planted over 200 yes. churches throughout England? and In the first five years, they'd planted 10. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> by God's grace, may we yes. uh,
1: attain to hmm. a tenth of that. <laughs> yeah. And to hear it from Jared, who is the senior pastor of a church that plants probably every two, three years. Yeah. They they planted. Yeah, they just over keep sending 20. people out. That's right. It's, it's it's an amazing example. And I, I would just so maybe we'll cover all of them. But um, <laughs>
0: Dave Taylor's message on the power of the cross mm. to save the lost um, stirs your soul. Yes. Toward evangelism. Yes. Um, compassion for the lost. Love for people. Confidence that the gospel really is God's power to save people. And so um, I just think you know so much good stuff. Mm we'll put in the show notes here, links to, um, those messages so that
1: everybody in our church can be encouraged as we were. Yeah. So thanks for, again, thank you for all that you have done for us and praying for us. And thanks Ryan for your, for your thoughts. And it was a joy to be with, it was also just a joy to be with you guys all week. Absolutely. All right. Till next time.